something like this. Cruising down the street in my 6-4. Jocking the slapping the Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling Kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say, it's all about making that GTA. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we're back on Moneyline. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe, Cam Behind the Glass. We just heard from Josh, ADHD. He gave us some good daily advice. If you guys missed it, you can always go to the podcast, Podcast Arena, Moneyline. Check it out. You can go back and listen. We also ran through some other games a little earlier in the show. So if you guys missed that, you still got an hour before kickoff. So you can definitely check that out. Everything that we talk about is also going to be listed on Sports Map. We both contribute there all week long. We're noting stuff. A.J. Hoffman's uh, fantasy rankings are there. My gambling. Josh is under the radar plays. Everything is there. Go back and read it. After our uh, under the radar plays, the the my flexi segment, the uh, money on my mind segment, we go back and we repost it. I'll, I'll I'll put some of the bets on there. So just be prepared. Have that sports map page pulled up because we're about to be updating some things. Yeah, definitely get over to sports map. You can also follow him on Twitter at sports map h o u. Jerry and I also tweet out our our info on Moneyline975 and at JordanPFX and at Jerry Bo Knows. So you can find our stuff everywhere. So go check it out. You got an hour before kickoff, and Holly's going to join us in just a bit. You can find Holly's material on Sports Map as well. So everybody go check it out every day. It's a great site. So that brings me to this. It's my favorite segment. It's the Gal Media All-Star segment. And this is a special edition. We got live from Philadelphia Holly edition. Ooh. So that's going to be awesome. We're going to get a, a you know an, an in Philly look at this game this week. So uh let's get right into it. Let's see what the guys have for us this week. It's the Gal Media All-Stars plays of the week. The Blitz is Fred Bauer. Good morning, guys. Two plays for you today. I am on the Falcons at the Browns, and uh, that number's bounced around a little bit. I actually got it at four and a half. I'll take it all the way up to six and a half. Uh, I think the the Browns are a little bit phony, especially because uh, they've got such the turnover margin there has been ridiculous, and they still can't win. Coaching change and everything else. Falcons need this game, and I don't like them playing outside, but I do like the fact that they're playing a donkey team, so give me the Falcons in that one. And I'm going to take another road favorite here with the Patriots over the Titans. Patriots minus six and a half. As long as that stays inside of a touchdown, I will take the Patriots. Titans coming off a big win in a nationally televised game and uh, coming home. But I think the Patriots get it done here and cover. Good luck on all your wagers today. The Benches Lancer line. All right, guys, I'm kind of loving these two picks this week. I love Philadelphia in this spot. Philadelphia Eagles coming off the bye week. They played in London. Uh, They got the bye week after that. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars last time out. They're playing a Dallas Cowboy team right now that just looks a little bit lost. And I think this is where Philly hits the gas and really turns it on the second half of the season and shows the team uh, that they are and that they were last year when they won the Super Bowl. So I'm going to lay the points here. It's about seven, but I still like Philadelphia in this spot. I also like them with a teaser you want to tie them up. I'm also going with the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three. Now, if I had made a line on this game, Jacksonville at Indianapolis before the season, I would have made Jacksonville about a seven-point favorite. 
now it stands Indianapolis three, and rightfully so. However, I think Jacksonville also off a bye week, and so is Indy. But Jacksonville is going to give their very best shot in this spot. Leonard Fournette expected to be back. I think Jacksonville comes out and scraps, and the talent on their roster can out-talent the Colts. I'm going to go Jacksonville plus the three, and Moneyline that as a very live dog. Culture Maps, Eric Sadler. All right, gentlemen, I've had a couple glasses of wine, so let's do this. This week, I like the Indianapolis Colts minus three against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are a trendy upset pick this week, but I don't understand why. Andrew Luck finally looks healthy, and the Colts seem to have found a running game behind Marlon Mack and the Hines. Even with Leonard Fournette back, it's hard to imagine the Jags scoring enough to keep this one close. Colts win to stay one, behind, one game behind the Texans in the AFC South. For my second pick, I'm going super square and taking the New England Patriots minus seven and a half Tennessee Titans. Vegas keeps piling on the points, hoping literally anyone will back the Titans in this spot. The big road favorites keep covering this year, and the Pats are no different. Mike Favreau may be on his way to becoming a good NFL head coach, but he ain't beating Brady in the hoodie in this one. Pats roll. Sports Maps, Holly Seymour. All right, guys, I'm taking two underdogs today, both who are playing highly favored teams, and here's why. My favorite game of the week is this Kansas City and Arizona matchup. Fun fact. The Cardinals only lost by more than 10 points since week one time since week two, one time. Kansas City has only one victory more than 16 points all season. Let me get Arizona and the points here. I also really like Seattle at Los Angeles. The Rams are favored by nine, I believe, still. Give me Seattle and the points. This is a big division game, and Wilson is not getting blown out. Ooh, that is interesting, Holly. So... You, that that's ballsy taking uh, Arizona there. I mean, that's a lot of points. Uh, I mean, that's. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just really like that one. I know that Arizona's not good at putting up too many, but I just don't. I don't like that sixteen point five right there. And so. it's a it's a. Sh- I think it's, it's even seventeen now, right? I mean, seventeen point five, right? Yeah, and if you get if you get seventeen, seventeen and a half, you got to take that as far as if you're going to touch that game. You for sure can't touch Kansas City, especially. We got to remember they're looking ahead. They got that big game against the Rams next week yep. on a primetime spot. They're looking ahead. Arizona is not the slouches that you think that they are, though. They've been in exactly. bad spots. Yeah, <laughs> but that defense can play. And at the end of the day, what does Kansas City do when they get up by two scores? Are they going to keep punching it in? Are they, or are they going to start looking ahead to the big primetime matchup against the Rams? Yeah, and on, exactly. on Holly's other game, the Rams playing Seattle this week, they could be looking ahead a little bit as well to that big game. Uh, what's your thought process there with that one, the, the Seattle pick, Holly? I just don't see – I mean, like I said, with the big division game, I just don't see Russell Wilson getting blown out like that. I mean, I know that Seattle's not great, but I think that's going to be a way closer game. Interesting. All right, let's get to – this seems to be a very common pick this week. Everybody seems to be taking the Patriots minus the points. Where do you come out on this one, Holly? I'd love to be different and say that I'm taking Titans, but I can't. I'm going with Brady and everybody else. <laughs> I get it. And, and Jerry's going to get to that one a little bit later as well. I think he's leaning that way, too. As far as the lopsided bets, the biggest lopsided bet as far as percentage of tickets getting printed out, 80% on New England, which is crazy. It's high up there. It's kind of scary, but at the same time, money's also on them. 75% of the dollars on them. So not only is the public backing them, but the pros too. 
That's true. Here's the uh, the other one. Sorry, Holly. The, the Colts game, we, we have a lot of action on this one. Lance is on the Jags plus three. He even thinks maybe money line he would take the Jags. And we have Eric on the Colts. How do you think this one plays out? That's really funny because I almost played this game um, for you guys. I like Jacksonville a lot here. I know that Andrew Luck is doing good and the Colts are not looking really bad right now. But something tells me the Jags just came off a bye week. They've gotten their butts handed to them the past three weeks. Something tells me that they're going to come back and play pretty hard today. Something I want to talk about right now while we're, we're, we're spitting out these gambling numbers. The, the spread doesn't really matter the last three years in football. And that's as crazy as that sounds, check this out. Last week, not one team covered the spread without winning outright or winning and covering. 21 times out of the last 137 games, last three-year sample, 15% does the, the spread count. So remember, when a favorite wins the game straight up, they cover the spread 85% of the time over the three years. If an underdog covers, they win the game 82% of the time. That's crazy if you think of it like that. The spread doesn't matter in the last three years. So you're just looking at picking the winner of the game. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I think Jags. Definitely can win. Are definitely going to win that. Exactly. Game. So at that point, it helps your break even point because, like, like, uh, like Lance said. So if you take the money line, that's a live dog, and if you do that over time, and and you're saying eighty two percent of these underdogs are covering, you're getting plus money. You're beating the Vic right there. You're beating the juice. The thing that's hardest to beat in this game, you're beating it. Now that's a three game sample, but it's over one hundred and thirty seven games. Fifteen percent. You want to be on that side. It, it's proven out this year. Last week, not one. The, everyone's crying about the books and oh my gosh Vegas got hit because Kansas City had 80% of the bets and hit and, and Patriots had 70% of the action and Minnesota covered also well cry <laughs> me a river because y'all have been building off our dollars for years so cry on that Vegas <laughs> take that Vegas <laughs> and let's throw it back to Philly here Holly is that right you're in Philly right now I am. So it what? Is so cold. Yeah, uh, I bet it's a little actually chilly here. Believe it or not, what's Sucky. the what's the feeling like in in Philly with this this big Dallas game? It looks like the Eagles are you know about a touchdown favorite depending on where you get the action. What's the feeling like in Philly that they just think they're going to roll roll over the Cowboys? This oh, week? we're ready out here. <laughs> we wait all season for this game. I this is the first time I've actually taken Philly. I'm going to take Philly. <laughs> this season to cover. So I'm going to take this minus Philly minus six and a half here. I think that it's going to be a great game. What so. do you think? Uh, and Philly bounces back. Philly bounces back. What about the total? I'm seeing it. It's around 44, oh. 44 and a half. Do you think this is a high scoring affair or no? Um, I would probably go under on that because Philly doesn't put up that many points. I mean, I'm hoping they do tonight. And is Dak really going to put up points here? Come on, let's be real. So. What's the uh, the weather supposed to be? I wouldn't count on a high scoring game. Okay, what's the weather supposed to be tonight, there, Holly? Oh, oh, thank you for reminding me. It's going to be a nice thirty three degrees outside. A lot of wind, so it'll be fun. Okay, <laughs> any any rain or wind or anything like that expected, as far as you know? No rain, but uh, it has been pretty windy since we've been out here. All right. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us, Holly. We are up against it, but why don't you remind everybody where they can find all your work? Oh, you guys can follow me on Twitter, XOHolly, or I am also um, with you guys at Sports Map on Tuesdays, so check that out as well for everybody's work, not just mine. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There you and have it. And if you want to see the tailgate, if you want to see all the tailgate fun, 
I'll actually give out my Instagram, which I don't usually do, but it's Holly's World XO if you want to watch my stories and see how silly tailgates. <laughs> see, our listeners should feel special, guys. You can go check that out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So check out what Holly's up to tonight. Should be a lot of fun. Cowboys versus the Eagles. I'm sure you're going to have a blast tonight. I hope your team wins, Holly, so that your evening is fantastic. And we will catch up with you again next week. Thanks, guys. I'll see you all next Sunday. All right. Thanks, Holly. And uh, Bye-bye. I'm thinking Holly's probably going to need some Thrive Plus, too, guys, after tonight. So I'm, I'm hoping she brought some of that back with her because I think they're going to have a lot of yeah, fun at that sure. tailgate. <laughs> All right, guys, we're up against it. You hear the music there. We're going to get back. We're going to touch all these games. We're going to give you the gambling plays. We're going to give you the fantasy plays. Jerry's going to give you his straight bets and everything else coming Josh up. Josh is going to get flexy. We're going to get flexy. It is going to happen. It's a fact. So you are listening to Moneyline. If you got some calls for us, 713-780-ESPN. We'll try and get to everybody or hit us up on Twitter at Moneyline975. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. When I'm up in New York, hit the shoe store, go and cop a few more. You at the mall getting dinner at the food court. I'm in LA eating 22 course. Young boss, paper in my pockets. I got a closet filled with shoe boxes. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, you guys know what that song means. That means Jerry Bowe's about to make you some money. That's what that means right there. You're listening to Moneyline, Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe. Cam behind the glass. Jerry's been working hard all week to get you guys on the right side of these games. So, without further ado, what do you got, Jerry? Let's rock this thing. Pats, minus six and a half. Since 2003, the Patriots, 36 and 24 against the spread as road favorites. The Titans, one less day to prepare. Bilicek dominates teams that have one less day or two, whatever the, the case may be. 15 and 7 against the spread against teams on a short week. Even better, 10 and 2 against those teams when he's on the road. The Titans, they run 47% of the time, one of the highest in the league. If they fall behind and that's their their style of play, how do they come back? A team that scored 20 points or fewer in three of the last four contests. The last thing here, going into a bye week you either get lazy before it and start looking ahead or you say, man, I'm going in there full force and I want to go in on a high note. Brady, he loves going in on a high note. He's 11-4 and four against the spread heading into the bye week. Take the Patriots minus the points. Straight bets. A ton of people are on both sides of, the, of this game for different reasons. Now, a lot of people say that the Lions are phony, so they're going to take the Bears and whatnot. But me, I'm looking at it as the Lions plus seven, a key number in a divisional game. Where this game was won is in the trenches. Detroit's D-line has a, is number one in adjusted sack rate. The Bears are 10th. Now they added Damon Snacks, and now they get Siki Ansah back. The Lions are finally healthy up front. Look for that to be a difference. Now the Bears... They've only allowed 19 total points in the last two games. Yes, they played the Bills. Yes, they played the Jets. But they're only allowing 19.1 points per game this season. 
teams that are in that spot, though, that, that shine on defense and are allowing less than 10 pu- points or fewer in consecutive games, they're 46 against the spread in the next game. So, basically, you know that a good defense is coming along. The The numbers adjust to them. Vegas adjusts. They know that you're bringing it, and they they, they, they anticipate that you're going to bring that action, so the numbers are adjusted, making you lose overall. The bet I do like is the under, right? The d- total dropped from 47 to 44. Both teams, they like to run the ball. Detroit, it ranks 21st. Chicago 27th in seconds per play. They go really, really slow. And the forecast is calling for 13-mile-an-hour wins. Games with double-digit wins since 2003, 55% under. So the numbers are on your side. Play the under. Play the Lions. Straight bets. The hold-your-nose special of the week, the Raiders. Since 2003, teams winning 20% 20% or fewer of their games. The Raiders, 1-7, right? They're 56 against the spread when listed as an underdog of 7 or more. It's a division game, double digit. I mean, that's a lot to be asking for. The Chargers, they say that uh, turnovers are one of the most random things that happen in football games. I believe that the fumble aspect more than the interception makes sense, but the turnover battle has been won by the Chargers the last five games. Teams doing that, that people consider are getting somewhat lucky as far as the aspect of getting more possessions are 6-13 and 13 against the spread in those following games. 31%. That's low. 31. Keep that in mind. The Raiders, they've lost their last three games by an average of three touchdowns. Teams in that spot usually get up 55.7% winners. Look for them to bounce back, and that excludes underdogs that can bounce back after getting torched. They're 59.1% against the spread. These are all numbers that are over that 52, 53% threshold that you try to beat. Straight bets. I love this bet. Now it's turning into Twitter mush, as I like to call it, because it's not a sleeper pick anymore because Seattle plus 10 is in everybody's mouth and in everybody's cereal this morning because Russell Wilson has only been an underdog of seven points three times before in his whole career. In those three games... 3-0 against the spread. He doesn't get blown out. Wilson started 104 regular season games since being drafted in 2012. 74-30 record. Of those 30 losses, only two came by more than 10 points. Now, one was last year, but in fact is, nine of the last 13 matchups between these two teams has been decided by one possession. Now you're going to give them 10 points? That's big talk. When Peters, their, I guess, top corner, he's one of the only three corners in the league to allow six touchdowns this year. One of them came to Tyler Lockett last time they faced off. I think Tyler gets in the end zone again. Straight bets. Miami Green Bay. Green Bay minus 10. A get-right spot for the Packers. Back-to-back losses. This game is expected to be in the low 30s. Rodgers, 14-4 and four in the cold weather. 35 degrees or colder when facing winning teams. The where this is one, surprisingly, in the trenches. Rodgers is going to have all day to throw, though, because Dolphins, they can't pan, uh, generate a pass rush with all the injuries they've had. Their defense is ranked 29th in adjusted sack rate. You're going to let Rodgers sit back there and throw all day? I don't see it. Miami, also, they can't move the ball, and they rank 31st in net yards per drive. Not a good spot to be in if you're playing for behind. 
Don't write off these Packers. People are saying, man, that maybe they don't have it anymore. In 2009, the Packers started 4-4. Four and four. They finished 11-5. and 2010, 3-3. Three and three. They went 10-6. 2012, 3-3, 11-5. 2014, 5-3, 12-4. And in 16, when they went four, started 4-6, four and six, they went 10-6. Every time they, witched, they reached double-digit wins for the season, start looking at the futures market. Straight bets. Eagles, I have to agree here with, I believe it was Lance. Now, Dallas struggles on short rest under Jason Garrett. What does that say about the locker room? Does that mean that he prepares them the correct way on the, uh, by, on, uh, you know, with the, with the extra rest or I'm sorry, with the short rest? Does he make sure that the game plan throughout the week is correct? The Cowboys are two and 14 and one against the spread on, on short weeks under Garrett. That's with six days or fewer to prepare. They failed to cover 12 straight in this situation. 12 straight. He hasn't gotten them up on the short rest. Also, Dallas is 0-4 against the spread against a division opponent in this spot, failing to cover the spread by 11.1 points. Not only are they being bad, they're being real bad. And most of this damage comes against Dallas in the second half of games, where Dallas is 4-13 against the spread in the second half under Garrett under short rest. So if the game starts off bad or things aren't going that way, it seems like they mentally check out. On the other hand, Doug Peterson is 6-1 and one straight up and against the spread when facing teams off short weeks. He dominates them, he takes advantage of them, and whatever he's doing in that locker room, he needs to keep it up. It's trouble for Prescott considering the offensive line for the Cowboys is 31st in adjusted sack rate, and the Eagles, they get to the quarterback. The game will be slow as the, Philly, uh, the Eagles, they rank 21st in points per game with 22. Dallas, even worse, at 26 with 19.3. Both teams, they struggle to move the ball. Eagles' pass efficiency is 20. The Cowboys, 28. Look for the ball to be stopped. A lot of running, uh, some punting, the weather. I like it. I like the under, but also I like the Eagles. Teasers. Teasers. We're going to end these teasers like this. A seven-point Packers. Bring them down to three. Pats. Bring them down uh, to plus point five. Seven-point teaser. Three units. Teasers. Ten-point teaser. Seattle, you're going to give me 20 points? I'll take 20. You're going to bring Packers to just win? I'll take that. Bucks skins over 40 and a half in a game that sees points. The People's Parlay. The People's Parlay. We're going to do it in a bunch of just straight bets here, but they're going to be as far as uh, prop bets, player props. Take Duke Johnson to have over pass, uh, four and a half pass receptions. Take Traquan Smith. To, in, a, in a favorable matchup to get in the end zone at plus 250. I think Aaron Jones coming off the highs and catches, touches, snaps. He's going to see over 10 and a half uh, yards and he's going to get in the end zone. Jimmy Graham, pass receptions, over three and a half catches. I think he gets in the end zone. And Deion Lewis in a revenge game, he'll have over 34 and a half receiving yards and I think he'll have three and a half pass uh, receptions in a game that's going to lean on him to, to carry them. Also, I'm going to go ahead and steal a little bit of Josh Josh's Thunder here with Josh Gordon getting at least four and a half receptions. He's coming off uh, the 10 targets. He's getting to get Malcolm Butler. We heard about that. And he's going to torch this man. So go ahead and get all over that. That's all I got. Breaking news. News flash. What's up, guys? I'm back with the rest of the injury report. We got all the uh, actives and inactives for these noon games. So let's get right into it. Big news at running backs. Tony Michelle is officially active for the Patriots this week. Like me, I'm a Sony Michelle or like like Josh, like me. If you're a Sony Michelle owner, that's awesome news, no doubt. Carryon Johnson, he's active for the Lions. Chris Ivory's out for the Bills. Giovanni Bernard is active for the Bengals, but don't expect him to really take any touches from Joe Mixon. So that's not 
that's not really anything to worry about. Robbie Anderson, he's officially out like we talked about earlier. Sammy Watkins is out. At tight end, Rob Gronkowski, he's officially out this week. And David Njoku, they still haven't given us word. I believe he's active. Really? I believe he's active, yeah. Late games, Chris Carson, he's questionable. He's not expected to play. Doug Baldwin, he's going to be active. Doug Martin, look, he's bottom of the barrel, but if you absolutely need something, he's active this week. Randall Cobb, he's questionable. He re-aggravated his hamstring this Thursday. I would be very hesitant to put, to put him back in there. Yeah, they don't I, practice on Fridays, so there's no official word on like what he was like on Fridays. But when you're re-aggravating a hamstring issue that's been in something that you've been dealing with all season long, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust him. Kenny Stills, Devontae Parker, they're both active. And then Sunday night, we don't have much to worry about. Monday night, Pierre Garcon active or Pierre Garcon out, sorry. And George Kittle is active. That's all I got for you guys. All right, thanks, Andrew. All right, uh, looks like uh, we're probably a little little short on time to get into flexi, so we'll do that on the other side of the break. Any at, any reaction to what we just heard there, Jerry? At Hyped Up Andrew is where you can find my man anytime during the week. If you have some questions, if you have anything, shoot it his way. He's more than happy to answer that. Um, he This is what he does. He looks into injuries. He, he loves injuries so much he injured himself two weeks ago. <laughs> just so he could study the injury and – and give an ETA for when he's expected back. Yeah, so that's I, I made him back in my lineup this week. <laughs> no doubt about it. So thank you, Andrew, for joining us. And, uh, yeah, we're up against it, so we'll get to Flexi on the other side of the break, guys. I'll give you all my Flex plays for this week. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. We're back on Moneyline, and it's time to give Flexi your favorite segment, my favorite segment. I got my shirt off. Let's go, Josh. <laughs> Let's go. It is time. It is week 10. Rod Stewart singing. I'm ready to give out some plays this week, guys. So here we go. I'm going to start with quarterbacks. Kind of like Baker Mayfield this week, guys. I know it's a little scary, but Jarvis Landry's probably going to go off. The uh, Falcons get abused in the slot. I think Baker Mayfield can take advantage of that. I'm not telling you guys to start him over a top five quarterback play. I'm telling you, if, if you're having, if you're in trouble, you got some, you got some injuries, you got some bye week issues. I think Baker Mayfield can come through for you. And here's why: Falcons given up over 27 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks over the last month, so it's a good matchup. And I think this could be a high scoring affair. Next up, Marcus Mariota. And I know, I know, I know, the Patriots are probably going to roll them, but there might be some garbage time. And the Patriots, I know a lot of people are a little scared, right? Like, ooh, Belichick, he's going to have Bellatrix, and he's going to make Mariota terrible. Well, the numbers say otherwise. Patriots giving up over 28 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks over their last five. Mariota looked really good against Dallas last week. If you're in a pinch or if you want a really cheap quarterback for daily fantasy, I use Mariota. I plugged him into one of my daily lineups. Give him a shot. How about Tevin Coleman, guys? He was huge last week. He feels very flexy. If you're 
you're feeling good about him, you should be because he had a huge game. The Browns, they give up the most, I said the most, fantasy points to running backs over their last five games at almost 34 fantasy points per game. I don't care if Coleman maybe loses a, a touchdown or something like that. He's still got 34 points there that both the running backs are expected to get. Get him in your lineup. How about this guy? Man, Mark Ingram. I know he's killing you the last few weeks. You're like, what's going on, Kamara? Kamara's getting all the all the love inside the red zone, guys, at least the last few weeks. There's no doubt about that. But the Bengals are giving up almost 33 fantasy points per game to running backs over the last month. I think this is the week where the Saints get up kind of big and they close out the game with Ingram running out the clock. Marky Mark in the funky bunch. And he's bringing the whole funky bunch. And the other guy that's going to be bringing it this week, I think, is Kenyon Drake. He's playing against the Packers. I know Drake. I hate the Drake. I love the Drake. This week, I think you love the Drake. He's got a great opportunity to put up numbers. He's playing a Packers defense that's giving up just under 30 fantasy points a game to running backs over the last month. I think they could be playing from behind in this one. I think those could be some dump-off passes to Kenyon Drake, kind of the same way we like Deion Lewis this week. I think it's the same kind of deal with Drake going up against the Packers. I think they're chasing points. I think he gets a lot of catches. And this one, whew, this one's a little scary, guys, but Leonard Fournette, he's making me feel flexy this week. I've been waiting all year to plug him back into my lineup. I think this is the week that he comes through. I think you can trust him. The matchup is tasty, guys. If he has any, he didn't have any setbacks this week, so I think you can fire him up. Let's move over to wide receivers. Amari Cooper? What? Yeah, Amari Cooper. That's who I'm talking about. I know, I know, I know. He hasn't been great over with the Raiders, but he had a pretty good game with Dallas. And look, I know Dak isn't the best quarterback in the world, but they are forcing him the football if you guys watched any of that game last week. He's going to get a ton of targets. There's nothing scary about the Eagles secondary. Sorry, Holly. All right, moving on. Deshaun Jackson, guys. The Redskins, I know. They're like, hey, they're a pretty good pass defense, right? Not lately, Jerry. Redskins allowing over 48 fantasy points per game to wide receivers over their last five. I'm thinking Josh Norman's going to have his hands full with Mike Evans, so I'm thinking maybe little Deshaun over the top. So we're going to take him. And my guy, he came through last week, my play of the week, Calvin Ridley. I think he does it again this week. My play of the week this week, Josh Gordon. I've been talking about him all show, guys. I think they're going to expose that Titan secondary. Fire up Josh Gordon, my last receiver this week. How about we get a little sneaky, a little flexy with Marquise Valdez-Scantling? How about that? It's not the best matchup in the world, but he's been very good with limited opportunities. You heard Andrew on earlier. looks like Randall Cobb is a little iffy, even if he goes. Geronimo Allison, he's not going to play. So I think he's the guy that could come through it. Devontae Adams is seeing too much attention. And finally, at tight end, I did check on David Njoku. It looks like he's good to go this week. Falcons allowing 15 fantasy points per game to tight ends over the last month. So if he's active, which we think he is, give him a shot. And finally, Austin Hoopa. Hoopa. You got to like Austin Hooper. Why? Because, well, he's playing the Browns. And the Browns, they're not very good at stopping tight ends. He's a sneaky play. Check it out. Cleveland allowing 30 catches to the tight end position in their last five. That is a lot of work there. I think Matt Ryan peppers him with some targets. So I like Austin Hooper this week, guys. My play of the week, Josh Gordon. Get him in your daily fantasy lineups. He's actually pretty affordable. So that's what I got for you guys this week. Fire him up. That is my flexi segment. So now it's time for the games, Jerry. And uh, we got one flexi from the people from Twitter. And and, and Dr. Dre off 290 says, Mo Harris, Maurice Harris, filling in for Jamison Crowder 
is going off. That's the people's flexi play of the week. There you have it. And that, that is a good matchup. So, guys, check that out. All right, let's move to the games. We're, we're a little bit up against it this week. We spent some time on some other stuff. So let, let's quickly, quickly run through these games. Thank you, Cam. And okay, Atlanta-Cleveland, Jerry, quickly. Uh, looks like it's at five and a half right now. Where are you at with this one? I'm stuck in between both sides. I do think that Atlanta's getting right. They're getting better. They're getting some of the injured players back. But that defense still scares me. And I, 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 one of these times or another, the Cleveland's going to get uh, right again and Baker's going to open them up. I'm just staying away from a, from a whole standpoint. Gambling overall, yeah, just pass for me. There you go. And we just hit it in flexi. We like the Atlanta guys. Get them in your lineup. Colvin. Uh, Ridley, we even like Hooper this week. Matt Ryan, of course, you're firing him up every week. Cleveland side, we like Jarvis Landry and Najoku's worth a flyer if you need some help at tight end. All right, moving along. Buffalo Jets. This can be real quick, Jerry. Uh, Jets favored by seven. Where are you at? I just lost my breakfast. Yeah, exactly. I'm staying away from this one for fantasy. If you're desperate, you can roll with Isaiah Crowell, maybe Shady McCoy. That's if you're desperate. So let's move along. All right, uh, New Orleans, Cincinnati. We touched on this one a little bit. Looks like the number's at about six right now. Uh, favoring New Orleans, where are you at here, Jerry? A lot of people are on this Bengals with the points, but to me it's kind of scary because A.J. Green's missing. I don't know yeah. where they're going to go from this. They can, The game will open up, yes, but Tyler Boyd, now he's gonna. He's a true one now. Yeah. He's a true. How long can they lean on Mixon? Can Mixon stay in the game script? I don't know about that. But if you look on the other side, the Saints, the last three, four weeks, look who they've been playing at Ravens. You know what I mean? The Rams. I mean, just having to get up for games left and right. It's tough. It's a tough spot. Can they get up again? That's where the question lies. I'll be passing. And right. they're four no away from home. So Ooh. they can win on the road. There you go. There you guys have it. So that's interesting. Tyler Boyd's a a guy a lot of people like this week for fantasy because of opportunity. But for me, it it scares me because I feel like the defense is going to be all over him and there's really nobody else to worry about except for Mixon. All right, moving along. Washington at Tampa. It looks like Tampa about three and a half point favorites. Washington's offensive line is just, oh my God, all those guys are hurt. But uh, Josh ADHD kind of likes Peterson this week for you guys interested. Uh, where are you at with this one from a gambling play, Jerry? Three and a half is the number right now. All those injuries, I, it's it's going to hurt. It's It'll hurt you. That's where the, the football is won. The time, everything, the run game, everything will be hurt from this. And then you're playing against a Buccaneers defense that could open you up. I mean... Ryan Fitzpatrick at home, he kills it. He he's he's yielded top twelve uh, fantasy scores in five of the six uh, times that he started at home. He's a different quarterback. Uh, they open him up, and what happens whenever they go up seven ten points, and the Redskins can't protect Alex Smith? A disaster happens. They lose. So I'm with you there. Like I said, I like Deshaun Jackson this week, guys, if you need a flex play. So there you have it. Let's move on. I think we pretty much covered uh, Patriots Tennessee pretty well, right? Anything you want to add to that one? Hit the Pats again. Hit the Pats again. All right, moving along. Miami at Green Bay. We we haven't gotten to this one too much. I'm seeing that it opened at about a nine-point favorite spread for Green Bay. Looks like I'm seeing it on some places at about ten and a half right now. Where are you at with this one, my man, Jerry Bow? I think this is where Green Bay gets right. Another pick that I will be releasing is that team total over 28 and a half. The time, the time that Aaron Rodgers will have in the pocket, Miami's non-existent pass rush, 29th in sack rate, 30th in quarterback hits. They won't get there. 
Rodgers playing at home in the cold weather. Now you're expecting a, a warm weather team to get up there, get up and get out. Aaron Jones going to shine in this game coming off the career highs and in, 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 uh, touches, runs, and targets. Expect him to get in the end zone this week. I agree. I like all these Green Bay guys. I like Jimmy Graham this week. I like Aaron Jones. I like Marquise Valdez-Scantling. And I like Devontae Adams every week, Aaron Rodgers every week. So, man, fire up your Packers offense this week. It's going to come through. And on the other side of the ball, I like me some Kenyon Drake, maybe some trash time catches there. All right, moving along. We we hit this one a lot, Jacksonville Indy. Um, we've had some split decisions on this one, but Jerry's leaning Jacksonville, and so's Lance Zerline. Anything else before we move on? We talked about this one a lot in the first hour. If you guys want to go back and listen to that, you can check it out on Podcast Arena Moneyline. Uh, no, I think that we touched it pretty good. It's uh, curious to see what Fournette does, seeing if what happens with Hilton and Ramsey in that individual matchup, and we'll find out if Luck is truly uh, matchup proof now. No doubt about it. All right, moving along. Another uh, 12 o'clock start game. Detroit at Chicago. Looks like the Bears are favored by about a touchdown. They're at home. Looking good on defense. Do you think Detroit can do anything here, Jerry? I think that the points, the seven points, is is crucial in a in a division game. Uh, the defensive for the Lions can keep them within this number. Now, what is Mitch Trubisky going to be? Because he faces a Lions team that's allowing the NFL's 10th most points to the quarterback seventh most yards per play at 6.1 but he's got that 16 to 3 touchdown interception ratio what does Mitch bring to the table this week man it's tough he's been so good in Detroit I believe Darius Slay is out so there should be some opportunities there to throw on that secondary so I think Trubisky could be a nice play this week all right moving along this is a last noon game we'll hit before we grab a break Arizona, Kansas City. You heard Holly on the show a little earlier. She's going to take those points with the Arizona Cardinals. There's a lot of points to be taken. It looks like it's around 16 right now. It's a bigger number depending on where you're looking for it and on which site you're on. But what do you think, Jerry? Are you laying or are you taking the points here? I'm staying away in general, but if you're going to do anything, you have to take the 17 points. It's an NFL game. Those spreads are traditionally you don't see them and okay the one we saw this year we saw the bills outright win against minnesota at minnesota now i'm not saying that's going to happen by any means but i just don't think that 17 points is 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 something that you want to get behind minus 17 points to start an nfl game knowing that the chiefs have a look at no no doubt about it i saw it looks like sammy watkins is not gonna go guys in this game so if you've got sammy in your flex spot find another option this week don't get caught you know, having a guy that's not playing in your lineup, which I think means more Tyree Kill, more, maybe more balls to Kareem Hunt out of the backfield, and of course, Travis Kelsey. And maybe even under also, KC's defense has allowed 23.5 points per game on the road, 20, 269 pass yards, right? At home, 16.7. So that's a over a touchdown difference. 30-yard difference at home. They they seem to get up. They seem to play big at, at, at Narrowhead and look for some big, big things to happen today. No doubt about it. I, I think Kansas City's defense is really getting better as the season's going along, guys. So keep that in mind. The, before, they were kind of a defense you could completely target. and They're, they're starting to play a little better. Uh, also, uh, the, the Tyreek Hill uh, road splits. 20 touchdowns in 20 career road games. It's crazy because usually you play better at home. And his 22 home games? Eight touchdowns. It's strange, right? I, I don't understand that. It really is. So 
this should be an interesting one. And quickly on the other side of the ball, I think you can, in a PPR, get away with Larry Fitzgerald at your flex. I think he could come through for you and get you some points and just be a safe flex play with a high floor. So I don't think Larry's going to kill you. And also with Byron Leftwich coming back, uh, taking over the reins there, it seems like that's what was always going to happen. He was going to get it to his old school. Josh Rosen, he I think he was 2.1 seconds per drop back and letting the ball go, one of the lowest of the week. That was the game plan. Get the ball rid of the ball. Get the rid of the ball. Get it to the veteran and get it to David Johnson. No hey, doubt about it. And to piggyback it. to what Josh said about Fitzgerald, 10 targets the last two games. Christian Kirk, nine targets the last two games. Both cost under $5,500. They're going to have to throw the ball if they want to keep up with Kansas City. Cha-ching! So it might not be a sufficient game, but they're going to get a lot of looks. That's a really good point there by Cam. All right, guys, we are up against it. We will hit the late games on the other side of the break. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm this hustling. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, guys. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe. You know, just here during the break, you know what I was doing? I was I was putting together some plays for this week. And, Jerry, do you know where I'm going to go play these plays? My, My bookie. bookie. That's right, because I got about 12 minutes before I can get these in for the noon games. Of course, with my bookie, it's so great. I can do in-game betting if I miss kickoff. That's not a problem at all. But, you know, the reason Vegas makes these lines is so we can bet on them, guys. It's that simple. And the best way to do it is at mybookie.ag. And just remember who you're betting on is just important as who you're betting with, because, you know, if you win, you want to get paid. That's the whole point, right? So my my bookie's the online destination for action on any game, safe, reliable, and they've been in business forever, guys. That's why I recommend them. That's why I play them because when I win, they actually pay me, guys. They have in-game betting like I was just talking about. They have the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for us fantasy guys, the most important thing, we can bet on fantasy points. We can bet on prop bets. Jerry and I were talking earlier about how many receptions certain guys would have, and we're taking the over. Deion Lewis was a guy we were looking at. You can bet all that on my bookie bookie guys so just get on your computer your mobile phone whatever go to mybookie.ag and get your account started and right now they have an offer if you put in promo code radio they will match your deposit so go check that out you're going to want to use promo code radio so just go to mybookie.ag today that's m-y-b-o-o-k-i-e.ag and don't forget to use the promo code radio to claim your bonus guys that's right with my bookie you play you win you get paid that's my bookie so there you go, guys. Get over there. You got about 11 minutes to get to my bookie, get your account going, and get ready for the action on these games. I'm actually loading up my bets right now that we spoke about during the Money on My Mind segment. I'm putting them on Sports Map. I'm about to hit save. Go hurry up, do that. Have your my bookie pulled up, and let's get to rocking. We're 10 minutes away. That's all you have to do, guys, is just follow Moneyline, follow Sports Map at Sports Map HOU. Followed at Jerry Bo knows, or you can just go directly to Sports Map and click on Jerry's article. You can see those plays. You go over to my bookie, you play them, and if you've been keeping track with Jerry, he's been hitting it about seventy percent this year, which is ridiculous. So definitely get in there, listen to Jerry. He's going to help you out this week, and my, my fantasy plays have been pretty on the money, guys. Yeah. So. 
don't hesitate to go to my it's a bookie. one-stop shop yeah. here man and let's get to rocking th- th- this thing that's what we do it for so all right let's get into these later games and guys you got some time to get to my bookie with these later games because they're three o'clock uh, three, uh, three o'clock kickoffs that's why we talk the games in this order so we give you guys plenty of time to get your bets in so all right let's get to the first three o'clock slate chargers at the raiders had to do my little chris berman there uh about 50 and a half is the over under the spread well of course the chargers are favored and they're favored by about 10 points where are you at on this one jerry bow it was the whole you know special it was a lot of points double digit division dogs it yeah. screams that's a that's a rule in the nfl that you always roll with a lot of people are going to over exaggerate or over over overthink that the Raiders maybe had quit last week. And these are pros. They, they're they hearing all the things going on in the media, and this is where they get up. No, I, I you know who I, I really like a lot of the Chargers this week? Yeah. I, I think Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen, all these guys you have to be. Of course, Melvin Gordon, he's been fantastic all year. I think you fire him up. From a fantasy perspective, I don't know if there's anybody on the Raiders that I would feel comfortable with starting. I just even Doug Martin, I'm like, eh, Jordy Nelson just is a big nothing. I just, you know, maybe Cook is a guy at tight end. If you're desperate, you can roll with him, guys. But man, the Raiders are kind of quit on the season, and I hate betting on guys that have, have quit. So I would avoid them at all costs. Let's move on. Seattle Rams. We talked about this one quite a bit, too. Rams are rolling. Looks like the number's at about nine right now, depending on where you get it at. Remind the people where you're at on this one, Jerry. Got to take Seattle in a spot that Russell Wilson's never really been in these spots. Three times in his life, been an underdog this big. All three times he's covered. I think that the back door will be left open, and who better to leave it open with than Seattle? Even last week when he made bonehead mistakes and allowed a pick six and whatnot, they still were in that game and still almost came back and hit that bet for us, which we were all on Seattle. Remember, when people are on a team and and the team screws everybody over, the next week everybody's like, oh, man, they left a bad taste in my mouth, and everybody avoids them. That's when you jump on them. No doubt about it. Uh, From a fantasy play side, I think you can go with Dougie Baldwin as a flex. You know, they're kind of managing a growing issue with him, so his groin might be giving him some some trouble, but it looks like he's going to play. I think you can roll with him this week. Um, I guess you go with Davis at running back because, you know, they've had some injuries there to Chris Carson. He's a play. Russell Wilson's always a play, you know, within reason, guys. If you drafted him, you're probably using him. The Rams, you're firing up all these guys. All three of their receivers, I start them every week. Todd Gurley, I mean, come on. So I think you roll with those guys. Let's move on to the, the night game. Dallas at Philly. You know, Holly was on the show a little earlier, and she's actually in Philly. She's going to be tailgating and checking out that game tonight. She likes her Eagles. They're favored by about a touchdown. Some people have it seven and a half. Where are you at with Dallas Philly, Jerry? Spoke about Jason Garrett's trouble on leading his teams on short weeks. The recipe spells disaster because Dallas will try to lean on that run game, which that's what the Eagles can stop. You can hurt them on the defensive backs. You can you can split those guys. But if you can't throw that ball, that's where the game's going to be hurt. Expect that crowd to be ruckus. Expect the Holly Holly to be over there acting wild. And Holly's worth the extra point to the spread today. <laughs> Take the Eagles. 
fly high with the Eagles guy. You heard it here first. And I think uh, I think Golden Tate could actually show up today in this game and actually do something for the Eagles. And if you caught my flexi segment earlier, I like Amari Cooper this week as a flex play. You heard Jerry. The, the Eagles secondary is not that great. And they have just been peppering him with targets because Jerry Jones doesn't want to look like a dumbass for trading a first-round pick to Amari Cooper. So they're going to try and make him look good, and they're going to get him the football, guys. So give him a shot this week. All right, let's move over. The final game, Monday Night Football. Boy, next Monday night is going to be a good game, but almost every week the Monday night game is terrible. And this week is no exception. The Giants at the 49ers. Ugh. You know, 49ers are actually favored by a field goal in this one. And, man, I'm going to go to the expert, Jerry Bowe, here. What do you think about this with the, the Niners being favored by three? They are at home. In the gambling world, Everything that's that's shiny and pretty, that's what you want to stay away from. You wanna you wanna go to the ugly things, and this got ugly written all over <laughs> yeah, it. it and it's also got an uh, uh, uh people over exaggerating of what happened last week with Mullins. Can he come out and do it again? At the end of the day, I'll take these points with the Giants in a spot that I think that they might outright win. We talked about maybe yeah. an, uh, that the spreads aren't mattering as of late. 83% for the underdogs, 85 for the uh, favorites uh, that cover. They automatically win. Look at it from that standpoint. And I think that they, the, the Giants will win a close game. And they'll surprise everybody because people will be pouring money for some reason on Mullins. I, I'm, I'm with Jerry on this one. I, I think the Giants are the better football team. I know they haven't looked great. They've only won the one game. But I think you could roll with the Giants here. Time Uh-oh. to put your name on something, folks. Let's get out of here. Josh, what do you leave the people with? All right, I've been hitting on this guy all day. Wow, that came out sounding weird. But uh, anyway, Josh Gordon, I love him this week. I think he's going to have a big game. I, I think I'm talking 100 yards and a touchdown. I think that's kind of the floor for him this week. You left them with jams. You left them with winners. What do you got, Cam? Yo, this I'm pulling this out of the pocket, but CJ Ozuma, no AJ Ooh. Green. He's the only tight end on the basically on the Bengals roster. When he was healthy, those three games, he was averaging four catches, six targets. Nobody here. Andrew Dalton doesn't have anybody to throw it to, so why not CJ Ozuma? There the foreign go. brother I never had, Ozuma. Ozuma and Jerry, what are you putting your name on this week? I'm putting my name that Duke Johnson finally is going to get the role that, he, that he's been waiting on. The changes in the coaching staff, they see what's going on now. And as soon as everything changed, Kitchens is like, nah, we're getting the ball to Duke. Duke is going to have at least four and a half receptions this week, which is his bet. Go over to my bookie and pound that bet. There you go. We want to thank my bookie. We want to thank Thrive Plus. Everybody, go to my bookie. Place your bets there. Enjoy Try the Thrive Plus. Yes, yes. Buy their stuff. It works, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the slate of games. We want to thank all our guests. We want to thank Holly, Eric, Lance, Fred Fowler, Josh ADHD, doing an incredible job for us. For Jerry, for Cam Behind the Glass, Hyped Up Andrew, and Hector. Good luck, everybody, this week. Peace.